Hello, everyone. A very warm welcome to Marketing the Invisible, seven-minute podcast where I put my guests' feet to the fire and ask them seven questions in just seven minutes. My guest today, Matthew Kimberley. Where are you hanging out there, Matthew? And good day from down under. Uh, good day from Malta, uh, Tom. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, fantastic. We finally hooked up. It's taken us a while. We were both saying to Matthew before we could give the pilot, Scarlet Pimpernel a run for his money. We both we were both so elusive there for a while. We wanted to connect, but it was just a little difficult with school timetables and floods, various fires and power failures. But we got there. For those of you who don't know him, he is in demand globally. I know this for a fact because some of my well-respected colleagues in Australia here booked him for a 36-hour business class flight to go and speak on their stage for an hour and then turn it back off home again. So I know he's globally in demand, at least down under here. And I know for my friends in North America and my spies in the UK, he's spoken on and those two different uh, islands, continents as well. He's the founder of the School for Selling and Creative Professional Persuasion Protocol. He's also the owner of the world's shortest bio because that was it. <laughs> well, I think you let your work speak for itself, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Our subject is how to enjoy sales confidence in just seven minutes. So Matthew, seven minutes is going to start now. Question number one, who's your ideal client? I work with individuals mainly, so self-employed or very small agency owners who sell their art or their ideas. So they make things or they think things and transfer their knowledge. So typical job titles would be uh, management consultant or website designer or photographer. And my ideal client is a client who values contribution over cash, but still likes to use money as an important metric. Mm, very well thought out. Thank you. So question two, six and a half minutes left. What is the problem you solve for them? So typically my ideal client is at the stage where they've proved they're competent. They're able to put food on the table. They're able to put their kids into school, private school even. They have a great sense of job satisfaction and they've probably been doing it for a number of years. The thought of going to work for somebody else is uh, an icky thought for them. Right. So they, they've also reached a kind of plateau. And that plateau is in two or three places. Firstly, it's in their head. They've, they've implemented a ceiling which says, you know, I'm okay at 100, 150K. Bills are being paid. Everything's good. But it seems like it's still hard work. Secondly, they're really good. And I know this is a cliche, but they're very good at what they do. So they rely a lot on word of mouth and referral marketing, which is fine. But it's a bit risky and it's not quite the systematic strategic approach which makes you feel really confident that tomorrow's business will be there. So I help them solve those problems. I help them get out of their own head. I don't like to put numbers on it, but I think if I work with you, it's because I'm relatively confident that we could, you know, a two times increase in your revenue or a three times increase in your revenue while simultaneously not adding to your hours because most self-employed people don't need to work more. Right. So we've got someone who is marketing their ideas or their art, management consultant, website diviner, a commercial photographer. They have this problem of probably a lack of confidence or telling themselves these things that they actually don't need to believe. How do they know they're one of these people? If we've got someone in the audience right now, what are sort of some of the symptoms? This is question three, four and a half questions left. What are some of the typical symptoms they're going to be experiencing on a, on a day to day basis? They're going to be feeling like it's hard work. There's going to be some residual anxiety about the future. Mm -hmm. I know that this month, the next month, and the month after that is okay, but I'd be screwed if you know I don't get any new business in the next six months. They've noticed that cash risks running out, 
they do suffer a little bit from comparing themselves to others. You know, they meet other people who aren't as smart because my, my clients are super smart and that's not always a benefit when it comes to marketing and self-promotion because you have to talk the language of your prospects and those who are naturally diligent, thoughtful, intellectual are the ones who are least likely to blow their own trumpet in a way they may consider crass. Their upbringing will tell them, you know, put others before yourself and keep a low profile and things like that. They will be looking at their, so the comparisonitis, they'll be looking at their competitors and saying, but this guy, you know, he's, he's not as good as me, but he's learning five times more. That's a typical indicator. They're also, they want some collaboration to be self-employed or even to be an agency owner can be a real lonely job. Mm. So they're looking to, they, they, they come into the office, maybe it's a home office, maybe it's something they have outside, and the, the only human interaction they get is, is either with their clients or with the barrister at the coffee shop on the way. So they've got a bit of a yearning for the next step. They say, I could be doing more, it seems like hard work, I'm a little bit anxious for the future, and I want some human interaction. So we've got this person who's got this problem, aware of the symptoms that you just described, And they've probably already tried to solve the problem and make those horrible symptoms go away. But what are some of the things that they might have tried before they find Matthew Kimberley that kind of mistakes? Two minutes, 24 seconds left. That was question four. Tom, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd ever call them mistakes. Occasionally there'll be mistakes like, you know, grow your Instagram followers and get 5,000% more likes for every post. You know, unless Instagram is your jam, that's not going to be a useful use of your time. Mm. I would call them learning experiences. And I think I'm, I don't teach a curriculum. I do have curriculum based material, uh, the school for selling professional persuasion protocol. They are systems, uh, but I meet everybody where they are. So people I work with have done courses in the past and they've joined perhaps masterminds with people who are um, at their level or slightly above their level. Sometimes they've worked, sometimes they haven't worked. They've read a ton of books. They've wasted a lot of time on morning routines and self-care nonsense and, and stuff like that. And, and I think I like to pride myself on being a low-priced business support service. Now, I, I, I think it's low-priced for my customers. My customers should only come on board with me if they consider the price to be a no-brainer because it's you know, within their reach. So I see myself as a shareholder in my clients' businesses, and I get in deep and I am available to them more than they want. So, so they've done the templated stuff, and now they need the personalized Okay. Stuff. So we've got three <laughs> questions left in just 50 seconds. One valuable free action that an audience member could implement that would help them solve the problem? Spend one hour a day tr- stuck, transfixed to the pipeline tool in your CRM. Don't allow no other browser windows, no other, nothing, no email, no nothing. Work the pipeline. Work the pipeline. One valuable free resource, 30 seconds left, two more questions that you could direct people to that'll help them further with the problem. Go to www.matthewkimberley.com and download my guide, Five Things You Need to Do Every Morning to Get More Clients in 60 Days. That's your half an hour morning Ah, routine. Beautiful, love it. And question seven, 12 seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you that didn't? And the answer, please. The answer to the question is don't put your prospects on a pedestal. You get to do it your way. Your prospects are looking to be led. Your clients are looking for leadership. You can change the rules. You don't have to play anybody else's. Excellent. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.